on this episode of the Grown Life Podcast. And I, and I think about all these parts. So the, so the first thing we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about um, just what what is empathy and how we can apply it, right? The second thing we're going to talk about, can religion, how religion um, thwarts or gets in a way of, of, of empathy, and then the same thing with race. What's up, y'all? It's Steven here again with another episode of the Grown Life Podcast, where the purpose of this podcast is to provide motivation to grow through life, love, and everything in between. Grown for me is an acronym that stands for Keep God First, Renew Your Mind, Operate in Your Purpose, Win, and Never Forget God in Your Win. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Grown Life Podcast. And before we even get started, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you and I praise you for who you are. I thank you for your grace, mercy, kindness, and your understanding, God. I pray that you would be seen in this and not an ounce of me, God. And I pray that you will give motivation, encouragement, and empowerment to those seeking your purpose in their lives. God, I'm praying that you will also give me the word to speak. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. All right, guys. So today, on today's like topical segment, we are going to be talking about empathy. And one of the the kind of the, the parables, I would say, that that came of this and then I really kind of looked at and I, and I looked toward was the parable of the good Samaritan. So we're going to go over to Luke chapter 10 and uh, I'm going to read a few verses, verses 30 through right around 37. And so I actually, I'll start with 25. So it says the parable of the good Samaritan on one occasion, on one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus teacher. He asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? He replied, how do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied, do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho. When he was attacked by robbers, they stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed on the other side. So too a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his don- his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. <laughs> And it's, it's extremely um, it's extremely crazy how how relevant the Good Samaritan was in this time. And really, I've done, done some research. But first, I want to start off by defining what empathy is. So one of the best definitions of empathy I found was the action of understanding, being aware of being sensitive to and vicariously experiencing the feelings, thoughts and experience of another of either the past or present without having the feelings, thoughts, or experience fully communicated in an objectively explicit way, i.e. being able to feel someone's feelings without having to go through it. And so a little backstory 
about why empathy has has come up for me this week. So one, you know, I'm recently married, but also with everything else going in the world, with the killing of, of black men and black women all across the country for no reason but the color of their skin. And I realized we are where I was asking people to be empathetic to what black people went through. And I had to really look at myself and, and God convicted me of this. He was like, but you, you're asking other people to, to be empathetic. But do you really know how to be empathetic? And of course, my wife pointed it out to me. She's like, yeah, you can be sympathetic very well, but empathy is not not your strong suit. And so what I did and, and, I, and I'm doing is I, I have gone to the word of God and looked at different commentaries and things like that to really understand what empathy is and how it may help. And hopefully, hopefully through this, it, it'll be able to help you all with explaining empathy or even being able to show empathy in a different way. Because at the end of the end of the day, empathy is is of the heart. And I know for me, I've been I'm praying and I'm asking God to, to give me that empathy. And so. First Peter 3.8 says this, right? First Peter 3.8, let me find it real quick. But First Peter 3.8 says, and it's talking about husbands loving, this is right before this verse, is husband loving your wives. Uh, but now is finally all of you be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. And so I think about the, this verse as well, like being like-minded and, and sympathetic, but also be love one another and be compassionate and humble. The story of the Good Samaritan is about compassion. And there are a few different things that I had to notice. And I, I've learned over the time that I've kind of done study about this, this parable in Luke 10 was one, the Samaritan was almost detestable to the Jews. So they were a different race. They look, the Jews looked down upon them. Right, look down upon the anybody. Basically, look down upon people that weren't them. Right, but to make matters worse, right, the the Sadducee and the and the Pharisee, the Levite at the time, were were of the church. So I was convicted on that part too. <laughs> and then it was like, okay, and then basically their religion kept them, or partly kept kept them from helping someone in need. And I, and I think about all these parts. So, the, so the first thing we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about um, just what what is empathy and how we can apply it, right? The second thing we're going to talk about can religion, how religion um, thwarts or gets in a way of, of of empathy, and then the same thing with race. So, uh, the first thing, what what can we do to apply empathy? One of the things that I, I kind of see in this parable, and I'm glad that the Lord, Lord showed me, and, and also you see it in Scripture as well. He's like, love your neighbor as yourself. Right. How would you want to be be treated if you were left on the road to die? How would you want it to be? treated? How would you want someone to treat your mother, your brother, your sister? And one of the things that I hear often I've had to deal with and I'm learning to deal with and learning to change are, you know, you like it just it doesn't seem that if until something affects somebody that, you know, or affects you directly, it doesn't matter. And it is not a it's not a big deal to you. And. A part of that for me is like, bro, I just just because a lot of stuff doesn't necessarily matter to me as much. But on the other side, I'm like, okay, I can I can take some of that constructive criticism because I get it. It's like, man, until cancer hit my home, cancer wasn't a big idea or a big thought about what you know. What I'm saying like, like, okay, people got cancer, quick, cool, it don't touch us, that's fine, right? 
until I experienced racism, the same thing, until until I experienced those things, like COVID the same way at times. And it's like, I'm, I'm learning to be empathetic. So I'm learning to one, not just go, not just say, yeah, I'm going to be more empathetic, but go to the Lord in prayer about for empathy. God, allow me to be, to feel what others feel, even though what I haven't gone through it, allow me to be, allow me to lead them to you in those situations. Right. A lot of times I know I can come off as very stern and very hard and like, yeah, it's, it's as simple as doing this. And I understand and I realize that my words don't necessarily articulate what I may completely feel about that topic. Yes, I'm, I want to encourage you, but I do understand that it can be difficult. Empathy is hard. Empathy is hard. It's so hard to to put yourself in the shoes of someone else. It's a vulnerable place. It's a a difficult place to be in. But what I'm learning is one, the first thing to to be able to help is to listen. So empathy requires listening, listening to what somebody else has been through or is going through, listening to understand, not to rebuttal, not to to kind of shoot it down with scripture, but to listen. And that's something that I have to work on. And I'm just being completely transparent. It's like, okay, hey, I have to listen to to whoever, really, especially my wife or or whoever else, but mostly my wife at this point, where it's like, okay, hey, I have to be empathetic because I may not have gone through what you've gone through. I may not have gone through a particular situation. And a lot of times like, well, well, this the scripture says this about this, but it's like sometimes that's not needed. It's listening first and then two, taking it to the Lord in prayer. So often we try to to beat it with scripture and beat it with scripture. And as as is important as you should, and as certain things like, yeah, you require scripture, but some things don't require being shooting bullets of scripture at people or at an argument. Sometimes it requires, okay, God, I'm I'm listening to her. What what would you have me do in this? And that is one of the most humbling and hardest things to do because in that situation where you feel like just by listening you're being attacked at certain points or or je- or not listening enough or or not being empathetic enough you may feel attacked. But it's like, look, this that's not what it is right now. It's God. This is uncomfortable. Show me how to deal in this moment of not being good at empathy. Show help me in this, right? And then on, on that 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 kind of leads me into the point of religion. So often we, as Christians, forget how it feels or how it felt to be in that place where God brought us from, right? Whether that was a low place, whether that was just feeling very, very mundane and quote unquote religion until we really built that relationship with him. We forget how how dark it felt. We forget where we were. We forget that God brought us through so much. And then and then when it comes to other people going through it, we'd be like, yeah, the Lord has got you through it. But sometimes I am learning that they may not need it. The Lord is is going to get you through it. But, hey, this is what what God brought me through specifically. This is the testimony of what God has brought me through, me and my family through. Right. We overcome through the power of our testimony. Right. That's that's a that's a part of that verse. That's not the most important part, but that's a part of the verse. And I think about I think about that. It's like, man, how often has religion stopped us from helping other people? How often has, oh, well, I don't want to be looked at as a certain way or I don't want to do this because they're going to look at me bad or I don't want to do whatever because I, I, I think that it goes against my quote unquote religion. That's just not what we do. 
And how many people are out there dying on the side of the road waiting on you to tell your story, waiting on you to to give the gift that God has given you, waiting on you to to start that business, waiting on you to start that podcast, waiting on you to start the videos, waiting on you to to speak what the Lord has given you to speak or to say what the Lord has given you to say or to do what the Lord has given you to do. How many people are on the side of the road being held back by quote unquote religion. Well, that's just not how we do things or that it, it may, it, it, it just doesn't make sense in, in this way, but it, it, it makes sense in scripture, but I don't, I don't, ju- I just don't feel like it, God, or I am too good for that. I'm sure somebody else will do it. We're all Christians here. Why do I have to be the one Christian that does? And so many times, so many people have gone to the wayside because it's like, yo, somebody else will do it. Somebody else will be that Christian that God is what God wants to use. And God's like, look, I'm trying to use you. And and a lot of times, like even with the Levites and the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they they looked at this man on the side of the road. He was he was unclean to touch. So, so that by their laws, he was unclean to touch. And they're like, Yo, I don't want to have to deal with purifying myself again for this. It's not worth it to do so. And I, I, for me, that is convicting because so many times like, yeah, that's just not worth my time. It's not worth me doing this for. And it's, and when the Lord said that, I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, you talking too loud, Jesus. You talking too loud. 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 You talking way too loud, way too loud. But I have to understand and I have to remember that. Some things that you don't think are worth your time is exactly what God needs you to do. The, the people that were in, in re- religion, right? The people that are quote, quote unquote, the Christians or the Jews of that day, like not the Christians, but the Jews of that day, right? They're the most religious people. They're the most well-read people there. They are taught in schools, right? And they didn't have the humanity to, to stop by the side of the road. But yet a Samaritan, a person that the Jews detested was able to do that and to, to help this man back back up on his feet. And I think in in religion, that's important, but also in race. And I'm not going to stay on this topic long because a lot of this can be can be seen as my opinion. And I'm really praying that the Lord will give me just the right words to say in this. But the Samaritans were a different race than the Jews. They were hated by the Jews. They they're different doctrinal and the, theological things that they believe different. And, and again, it was just a different race. And imagine how crazy it would be if a race that you had a prejudice toward blew and shocked your mind when you needed help the most. And, and so many times I think um, that culture has swayed us and sways us in a way to see one people as the quote unquote saviors and the other people as always needing saving. And I, I think that I, I just think that the Lord is the one that gives and provides help. And, I, and I, when it comes down to, to race in different situations, we have to be empathetic when it comes to other races that do not have the same privileges that we have. We have to be empathetic with the suffering that other people have gone through. 
And one thing that I will say about empathy when it comes to race, empathy does not negate accountability. When I am, when my wife is telling me to have empathy, it also comes with accountability because with empathy it's like, I'm not telling you how to feel. I just want you to understand or to at least try to feel how I feel. And I think so many times we as a people fail at that. And especially, you know, some of my non-African-American counterparts. But one thing that I am praying for and I'm learning to pray for that that may help you is, Lord, give me empathy for my neighbor. Give me empathy for the people that I don't think are necessarily worth my time. Give me empathy for the things that I don't necessarily care about, God. Give me the empathy and the the Christ-centered empathy. And the the, the last thing I'm going to say about empathy on this topic is that empathy, empathy at some point requires action. You can feel how someone feels. You can can be like, yeah, I, I feel it. I feel you, bro. But what kind of action does that lead you toward? Does it lead you to listen? Does it lead you to speak? Does it lead you to do whatever action is is the best in that situation? Right? Empathy is about, okay, let me feel how you feel without having to go through what you go through, but let me try to feel how you feel. Let me let me into your shoes. Let me into your world. To be able to love you like God loves you. And a lot of times, sometimes our, our, our neighbor isn't 150,000 miles away. They're not in a different country. They're right in the next room. They're right down the street. They're right where we work. They're right everywhere. Those are our neighbors too. And we get to that point where we can not only say, yeah, I love the community. I love, you know what I'm saying, the world. But you can't love your family Next to you, that for me is convicting. And that's something that the Lord is truly working on my heart about. All right, guys. So just kind of a quick recap. One, your religion can can keep you away from empathy. Your your prejudices and your and your preconceived notions can keep you away from empathy. But at the end of the day, the Lord, the Lord can give you the empathy in your heart. And I know He's working on my heart. I'm not all the way there yet, and I don't think I'll ever be there, but the Lord is still working on me and He's changing my heart along the way. And again, the two practical steps and ways to to be better at empathy is to one, to listen more, and to two, take it to the Lord in prayer. Hey, God, I don't know how to handle or deal with this information, but God, you do. Show me how I can best move in this. And so that is, that is look, thank you for that topical segment. I know empathy is a a tough subject, and and I hope that I spoke the words that the Lord gave me for real, for real, and spoke it articulately to understand it. But now we're going to move into our Be Thankful segment. And on this segment, we're just going to talk about what we're thankful for. And for me, I am so, I'm actually grateful and thankful for the position that COVID-19 has kind of put us in. It put us in a position where we have to, to think differently and think outside the box. And I know that is nothing but the Lord pushing us to be, to be who he wants us to be. So many things wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for COVID. I know that's the Lord. And again, I'm also thankful for my grown life family. Okay. I'm thankful for my grown life family and grown cast family and grown enterprises family. Cause you all 
are a part of the community that helps keep me going. I know the Lord has truly put you all in my life to ensure that I continue on this path and, and hopefully to be able to help you all. And so if I didn't love you, I wouldn't pray for you. So let's go ahead and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I just reach out my hands and, I, and I'm praying to you, God. I'm praying for that empathy. God, I pray that you would continue to soften my heart and work in my heart in that way. And allow those seeking empathy from you to achieve, to, to reach that and to gain that, God. I pray that you would grant them that empathy to be able to feel how other people feel, but also be able to bring it to you in a situation where they don't, God. To be able to move to the correct action that is rooted in you and your word. God, I'm also praying for for the grown enterprises, grown cast, grown life family, the grown family. God, I'm just praying that you would continue to guide them, keep them, and grow them in your way. Give them the motivation, encouragement, and empowerment that they need as they go throughout life. God, I know time are very, very trying right now. I know things can be very, very um, up in array. I know things are very, very uncertain, but we know that you are sovereign. You are God and you have always been God. You will always be God and you always are God. So we just thank you and praise you in that. All of these things I'm asking in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. So thank you again for this episode of the Grown Life Podcast. Yo, it is amazing. I'm so thankful for what the Lord is doing. And I'm so thankful for each and every one of you guys. So please make sure you share this with somebody you love. Uh, rate it, you know, put a comment below it, share it on IG, Twitter, whatever. Uh, on Instagram, you can find me at s.k.boyer. Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at skboyer underscore. And look, if you got any questions, comments, concerns, you trying to get on the podcast, man, look, Grown, G-R-O-W-N, Enterprises, E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-S-E-S, at gmail.com. And I got to say it one time before I get up out of here. Always, always, always remember that to live the grown life, what? You must what? Keep God first. Peace.